Old Fashion Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. The guys just dropped their bonus behind-the-scenes episode of Sean winning $200,000 on DFS, plus this week's pick'em prize is a free $250 Super Bowl square sports gambling podcast dot com slash patreon to join today hey what's up this is sam Acho, and you're listening to old-fashioned football old-fashioned football Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. We hope you're having a good night. If you're wondering who you're listening to, this is J Mark. You can find me on the X at J Mark Football. And if you're wondering who us is, that's at Old Fashioned FB. Before I keep going, I got to introduce my co-host on the pod and in life. You can find her on the X at the Mer Mark. Mer, how you doing today? I am doing just fine, Justin. I I need Feel, a little more energy. Well, I was just there. about to say, like, I'm trying to tone it down a bit because I am all riled up today. Riled <laughs> up, yes. So turn you're in that, for it. Turn that riled up energy into uh, <laughs> positive energy. We welcome everybody that's watching, anybody that's not watching and listening, try to make it over onto YouTube to see our pretty faces, or Miranda's anyways, and see my, me. Uh, we're going to talk a little Super Bowl today, give some updates mm-hmm. on our FFPC, and we're finished recapping 2023 season. We yes. already did quarterbacks, running backs. We got wide receivers and tight ends for you today. Yeah. Yeah. Wide receivers, tight ends. You are the tight end expert. I listened. So I've been called. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I went back and listened to our episodes from preseason. Mm-hmm. Pulled away some funny stuff here. Don't look at the notes. Um, some funny things that happened. And we'll get to this. But in listening to the tight end episode. Yes. I'm sorry, America. We may be to blame for Taylor Swift. Being such a big part of the NFL now. It might be on old-fashioned football. What did we say? We'll get to that, but <laughs> it might be our fault. I don't and remember talking about Taylor Swift. I know. it's It just slips out of nowhere. And, um, yeah. Unfortunate, because I know a lot of people that are just football fans and not the, the Swifties are tired of hearing about Taylor Swift in football. But I, I think it's our fault. Uh, we'll get to that. We're also going to spin our our prize wheel to yes. see who won some merch. Because we are in February already. We are in February. Yes. And being February 1st, I need to give a special shout out, a happy birthday shout out oh, yes. to my Uncle Brent in Arizona. Happy birthday. Would you say he's your favorite uncle? I cannot... I cannot... <laughs> that sounded <laughs> like a no, Uncle Brent. Or deny... 
that I have too many uncles to publicly state favorites. I don't have favorites. All right. Is he your favorite uncle, Brent? Absolutely. All right. I can say that. Number one <laughs> uncle named Brent. Um, yeah. Happy birthday, Brent. Uh, big, big Packers fan, unfortunately. But a uh, big fantasy football fan as well. Like some whiskey. We drank some. Was that two years ago that we got to drink some whiskey with him? Up in Wisconsin? Was that two? Um, three? It was a couple. I'm not yeah. 100% sure on the timeline. Anyways, he's down in Arizona. Far, far away from this Iowa cold. And I'm sure and he's happy about that. It's 60 degrees today. It was very nice How today. dare you? You have a good point. You have a good point. <laughs> our grass is turning green again. <laughs> the snow is melting and our grass is green. Yeah. It was um, green before it snowed, but. Apparently it was raining sideways in California today. And uh, my coworker, Mary, asked if our dog, like, refuses to go outside in the rain. And raining I, sideways? Yeah, because it's the wind's blowing it. And okay. It's raining so mm -hmm. hard. Um, and. I said, and she said rain and or snow. I said, she loves the snow. Aspen loves the snow, but she doesn't like stepping in squishy. No. So if oh it's raining gosh. or melting she snow, will like choose right now, not to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So that she doesn't have to step in squishy. It has no. nothing to do with the rain hitting no. her. She also really cold temperatures. She loves the snow, but if it gets to like that negative 40, she was like, cause we had so much snow. Our deck was just piled with snow. So she'd go out the door where we walk, like right <laughs> off of the doormat into the snow and just squat and pee. Before we could stop her. Yeah, yes. it's over. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. nobody can get out the store because she did twice. Yes. So it was just all yellow snow in front of our door <laughs> on the deck. It was really gross. Yeah, it was. Uh, I know we already talked about this a little yesterday, but Super Bowl coming up. Mm -hmm. It's not this weekend. This is probably, the for me anyways, the worst two weeks as far <laughs> as football goes because... Nobody really looks forward to the Pro Bowl games. You can't start mm -hmm. planning for next year. I mean, you can, but you're still waiting There's for the Super talk. Bowl. There's talk. There's NFL news out there that's happening. There, that's true. Um, let's. We find it. That's we true. bring it to you. True. One of the interesting NFL news things is the fact that legendary coach. I mean, he's legendary. Mm -hmm. Bill, Bill Belichick. Belichick. Yeah. All those years at the Patriots and him and Tom Brady winning Super Bowl rings got passed up by a lot of teams for other coaches and it's looking like i think every head coaching vacancy is now filled now that washington hired dan quinn so belichick's not going to be a head coach in the nfl that is weird he's been there for a long time though he has uh mike Vrabel, another one been with the titans for a long time also not a head coach so that's interesting but anyways we talked about it a little last night but chiefs niners who who's your official vote for I don't, I know I don't it's know. Not, okay, it's so not American Idol. You who don't get wanted, vote, when but. they? I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole that you think I'm going down quite yet. <laughs> but in 2020, which was another leap year. Yes. Because we're in a leap year. This we month are. has an extra day. In 2020, the Chiefs went against the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Who won? Wasn't it the Chiefs? 31 to 20. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yes. yes they were down and made a comeback i believe in the fourth so quarter so if we're going with do you, have you seen that the meme I, I, i've seen we, the meme we've seen the meme because we got the meme or did you send the meme i sent you the meme you sent me the meme and it has gone downhill from you ever since you sent this to me before you answer mr fortune says mer 
there's only one correct answer. I know. <laughs> and Nick, here my the answer I want is the 49ers. Okay. Yes. I'm just gonna throw that out there and then the whole entire Midwest can boo me. That's fine. <laughs> I, I'm going for the 49ers. However, Justin sent me this meme and then we started noticing all these things that are like similar to 2020. I did. So in 2020, the Chiefs went against the 49ers in the Super Bowl. It was a Biden and Trump election. And I don't know what's going to happen this year. We just we're not going to get into politics. You're getting some booze. Just so you know. <laughs> and COVID happened in 2020. Yeah. So to reverse that, the Niners have to win. <laughs> yes. Is that what you're getting well, at? And here's the thing. I was like, okay, well, there's no COVID. In 2020, in April, we had a really big trip planned. Yes. In April this year, I have a really big trip planned. Yeah. So you might as well plan on canceling that. <laughs> no. If, if the year is. And then we're insane. like, oh, we just got, we have Zoe, our kitten. And she is a tortoise coloring. Yes. She's black with orange. In 2020, we had just gotten. A black and orange guinea pig. Yes, this is true. <laughs> this is true. It was supposed to be yes. a gift for your cousin, but you apparently couldn't. You can't give, give me a baby animal and expect me to give it away. You just can't do that. <laughs> it doesn't happen. It's not in me. And then, I don't know, we were talking about, okay, well, there's no, co we're not going to go down that rabbit hole and COVID's not going to jinx ourselves. My phone listens, phones listen to us for everything. They just, yes. they listen, they're listening. I get on my phone today and it says um, out it, or fungal outbreak um, <laughs> for confirmed cases in the state of Washington. Cases are on the rise in the U.S. And it's this fungal infection that antifungal medications um, aren't it, helping. Yeah, they said. aren't helping yeah. and it's fatal. And people are dying. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it's, it's COVID, but it's a, it's a fungus. the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so anyway, so I just had to, like, there's Miranda's no way. opinion, the only way to reverse this jinx of not having need to 2020 win. <laughs> is to have the Niners win. Yeah, so. No, I'm not having, a, we're not having a repeat of 2020. That was the <laughs> just a horrible year for everybody. Yes. For everybody. Agreed. There was something else that we um, matched up that was happening this year, like, Oh, well, aside from the fact that they're both leap years, but um, Me anyway, sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In January 2020, you were sick and you've fuel been this sick. fire. Sorry, yes. everybody. All these repeats. Anyway, continue. We're, we're done going down this. OK. But Yeah. I had something else I was going to say when you're going on that tangent. And I completely forgot <laughs> it now. So who, who do you want? You want the 49ers. To I do. The Super Bowl. I do want the 49ers. Uh, sorry, Swifties. But. Um, I, my, my mother's in the chat saying, I want the Niners like the chiefs just want something different. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I, I like am. the chiefs too. Like, um, obviously I'm a huge Travis Kelsey fan. I like Mahomes. Yeah. Um, but I also really I've liked George, my chief wide receivers in the past. I, I like George Kittle, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, hell of a running oh back, gosh. not to have a yes. ring. And I, cause I want that. And, um, Brock Hard Purdy, what a yes, great story! Thank you, yeah. <laughs> Purdy. We've got Purdy and Kittle. So if saying we're going for the 49ers is also saying like we're going for the Midwest because they're for Iowa. Iowa State and Iowa. So yes, there you go. Uh, let's talk real quickly FFPC standings. If you missed yes. our FFPC uh, episodes, fantasy doesn't do much. football playoff champ competition championship contest contest. Uh, it doesn't do much good <laughs> to listen to it now, but you can look forward to it next year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's just put it bluntly. You're kicking my ass. I am kicking your ass. You are kicking my and ass. And you threw some shade. I don't know if you sh- threw shade at me on the podcast, but you threw some shade at me about my lineups. And they are doing so much better than yours. They seemed a little chalky. I'm going to get paid. Yeah. Yes. You will at the very least get your money yes. back. Uh, you're in the 1400s for your round one lineup, the mm-hmm. original show we did. And then your vomit lineup. Yeah. All the crap we got on social media about my tight end lineup. Vomit. I'm getting paid on that. So I need to find that um, <laughs> and follow up with him and say, uh-huh. Hey, I, I was curious where yours. Where, where did yours finish? Yes. I don't want to be mean to people, but no, I, I he mean, he's vomited all it. over my lineup and I just was doing it for fun. I wasn't right. being serious, but I thought it's a tight end premium. So let's just have fun and throw a bunch of tight ends the, on there. The social media post we put out said just a little fun lineup with a bunch of tight ends since it's tight end premium. Vomited on. Vomit lineup. Um, <laughs> anyways, well, we won't even talk about mine. It's not doing no, well. No, yours is um, 4,733 place. Oh, we didn't have to. Out of 16,000. So you are in the upper 20%, 25%. Yeah, almost in the top fourth. Oh, 20%. Yeah. 20%. Not quite, but close. Mm -hmm. Um, Then in round two, so the second weekend of playoffs, they came out with another contest. I'm, how many people are in that one? That's five or 6,000. Five or 6,000. I'm sitting at 570th. Yes. You're at 886. Yes. I, am I going to get my money back on that one? I think we both are on that one. I think it's to 900. Um, we're not in like the first place I, where we're going to get big payouts, but right. we're going to get money back. <laughs> no $200,000 for us, but I I scoured and scoured um, a bunch of different lineups that are ahead of us, mm-hmm. and I could not find any team that wasn't down to just Christian McCaffrey and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. That, they're on every team, it seems like. Any well, team that's in this And top. when we were talking about setting your lineups, so our like, lineup's not how do you anywhere. go with... Without Christian McCaffrey. How do you go without him? So yeah. then you're automatically not... What 49ers player would you pick over him? Rasheed Rice, some people were. 49ers player. Oh, Niners. 49ers. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we talked about Kittle, but yeah, it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. Kittle did have a really great game, the last game. Um, Didn't he have touchdowns? Um, I don't remember his stats. Last but he, week, the last week he did not. But he okay. Well, then he got a lot of yards or receptions. Two weeks ago, he had a really good game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Real quick, we're going to keep talking about this and uh, whatnot, but we got to let you know that who we brought to you by SGP Patreon. The guys just dropped this month's bonus episode behind the scenes breakdown of Sean's $200,000 win. This week's Patreon pick'em prize is a free $250 Super Bowl square. With SGP Patreon, you get access to all the picks sheet and exclusive channel on discord so head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patreon we're also brought to you by prize picks you've heard about prize picks it's easy to get 25 times your money and it's 60 seconds to get an entry in it's based on fantasy projections just go look at uh who you think's gonna do higher or lower more or less I would go out there and you got to you got to get Travis Kelsey more on his receptions or receiving yards and might as well throw George Kittle in there as well. Going to be a tight end game. Prize picks is really simple to play. 
And they offer weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, price picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. All you gotta go, all you gotta do is go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for first deposit match up to hundred dollars That's pricepicks.com slash SGPN code SGPN. All right, we have a couple more uh topics here before we get into recapping yes. the wide receivers and tight ends. First of all, if you bought merch and sent us a screenshot or email or whatever, the we're going to be spinning the prize wheel after or towards the end of the show. After we talk about wide receivers, tight ends, mm-hmm. prize wheel will be spinning. There are 24 entries. Only one can win. Unfortunately, <laughs> we did not win the contest. However, no. we thank all of you so much yes, for purchasing something. Thank you so something. much for your support. Yes. But we're still $50 to either the, the merch store to a spirits or a $50 bottle of whiskey. So you could do worse for getting some worse. sweet swag. <laughs> uh, your uncle Randy sent the, uh, a photo of him wearing his t-shirt. He just got his t-shirt. Yeah. Yep. And he said swag. And all I could think of was the office swag, swag. stuff. We all get swag. <laughs> swag. So uh, head on over to the SGPN merch store and get yourself some swag. Some swag. That's right. <laughs> uh, why don't we talk about what we're drinking today? Oh, yes. We're not, this is so good. It's it so good. It is. And we're um, not going to do our history today because we had we're not. Um, you re- We just had we had an, just a lovely, great time with Heath um, from Iowa Legendary Rye. And that's what we're drinking today. We're drinking our old fashions with... This right here. Jeez. Almost punch me. <laughs> So, yeah, we're drinking Iowa Legendary Rye, also known as Sextro Rye because it was the Sextro family, specifically Loreen Sextro, who made this back in the 1930s, 1932. Yeah. And and we're not going to go into too much because you got to go listen to that pod. It was awesome. Or watch it Mm -hmm. on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It was awesome. So we don't want to give too much away. But um, one really funny thing, one of the reasons it has two different names, Iowa Legendary Rye or Sextro Rye. Heath pointing out it's really hard to sell something named Iowa Legendary Rye to Cornhuskers in Nebraska. Yeah, <laughs> so in Nebraska, <laughs> so it does have some different names. They're still playing around with uh, mm-hmm. the the ideas behind that. Iowa Legendary may be all cask strength, Sextro may be um, eighty proof, mm-hmm. things like that. They're playing around with, or vice versa. But yeah, very interesting, yes. amazing history. It was fun. Yeah, I was like blown away by some of the stories and the history and what we learned from Heath. Yes. Um, that kind of stuff fascinates me, especially, you know, coming up from his family and they're making their Iowa legendary rye exactly how it was made in the 1930s down to the 15 gallon barrels. I, we said we're not going to get Okay, we're away. not. That's it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but yes, it is the same Prohibition mm-hmm. era recipe. So that's really interesting. Nick Fortune chiming in saying, who won the contest? Stick uh, around to find out. I don't think he means that contest. I think he means who sold the most merch. Oh. That was the college experience. Well, it is hard yes. to compete with the monsters that are the college basketball experience. Uh, shout out to Colby Dent and Moneyline mm-hmm. Mac. I know what I was going to say. We were talking Niners Chiefs. I completely got <laughs> sidetracked by something. By um, me. By I, you. I probably went down some yeah tangent <laughs> completely got sidetracked um and i apologize i know there's some people here like come on we want to hear about these wide receivers tight ends but i know you don't watch hard knocks i understand that and i okay. pointed this out on the nfl gambling podcast but i know we have 
an audience that doesn't always make it to that show. On Hard Knocks, they had the mentalist who like he predicts what people are going to say, what they're thinking, things like that. He asked the Jets wide receiver because it was the Jets that were on Hard Knocks, of course, mm-hmm. which also all sorts of rumors coming out that the Jets organization is a mess. So many people in the locker room are unhappy, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, <laughs> he asked this receiver, obviously the Jets are going to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, who are they going to play, though? And the guy said, mm, the 49ers. He's like, all right. And the Jets are going to win, probably. But what do you think the score is going to be? And the wide receiver for the Jets said 31-21. And then he flips this big bulletin board around that he had. And, of course, it has Jets, Niners. So the guy predicted he would say Niners. It has a score 31-21, just like this wide receiver predicted. That wide receiver was Miko Hardman, who is not on the Jets anymore, but on the Chiefs. Do we think that this means the Chiefs win 31-21 as predicted by the mentalist? The receiver was just on the wrong team at the time. What did they win against the 49ers? 31-20. Oh, that's so close. I know. (laughs) I don't know. No. You don't think they basically got it almost got it right in 2020. Yeah. It's not happening again. It's not gonna but isn't that weird that I mean, he predicted that you're like going down a thing where like the Simpsons predict everything. Can we just stop? (laughs) Well, if you believe in that and you're a gambler, I highly suggest going and picking correct score and picking Chiefs 31. Just just throw a fun bet out there. Just do it. Yeah. Just a fun one. Not a serious like this is I would not take this serious. Yeah. $15 would pay like twenty seven hundred. So it's a good payout. Just just. Just in case the mentalist was not so mental, but he was accurate. <laughs> All right. We're going to fly okay. through the receivers in a second, but I got to tell you, you ever had somebody that they're going to cut you so bad. You wish they didn't cut you because you owed them money or maybe they owe you money and you got to grab the knives out. You don't have to do that anymore because cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that's us based and available in 40 States. They offer low vig and fully customizable odds. You can create your own bets. As long as there's a justifiable or a viable outcome that can be graded, you can bet it on cut. They handle the payment side of things though. So you don't have to chase people down. No kneecap breaks. It's all good. And they have group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Plus, you get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. You win. They win. Everybody's a winner. Just just remember, Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The NFL season's not over yet, and you can win bigger by betting smarter with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hybets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Them intelligent bets ain't getting you nowhere, but with Hall of Fame bets, the intelligent ones (laughs) are. (laughs) All right, let's talk about wide receivers. Okay. Do you want to kick it off? Do you want me to kick this off and then you kick off tight ends? How do you want to do this? 
Or do you want to take them both? It's your show. I'm just here. Fine. Maybe I'll take them both, Justin. (laughs) Top 12 wide receivers of the 2023 season for fantasy football. Number one, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. With Um, 335.7 fantasy points, half PPR. Yeah. Uh, And he was projected to be the eighth at $38. So he was a steal if you got him for $38. Outperformed his project by over 100 points. Yeah, he was projected 232.7. Now, just like I said, we did. I did listen to these episodes earlier today Mm -hmm. to get some feedback. Neither one of us were really concerned about their price for wide receivers because we said we're willing to pay for wide receivers. Mm -hmm. Unlike quarterbacks, where eh, maybe we're a little more hesitant to pay big money, especially when 66 quarterbacks start for the year. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, He was ninth on my list. And eighth on yours. Mm-hmm. So we were both down on we CD were, Lamb. We were, yeah, I just wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't feeling the Cowboys this I year. Mean, I mean, to be fair, the 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 smart people had him projected at eight. That's exactly where he was projected to finish. So mm-hmm. we were pretty in line with that. I faded them a little bit more because I'm not a Dak Prescott believe Prescott believer. But yeah. Let's talk about number two, your guy. My guy, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Which I under projected him. Uh, is that the right? Barely, barely, barely finished at number two with 316.9 points. His preseason ranking was three, which is where I did have him ranked. And I promise you, I did not just copy preseason rankings. (laughs) Get out of here. Um, he was valued at $48 projected that 254.2. So he way outscored his projection. You had him ranked as fourth. I did. Um, it was mainly based off of two his health. I didn't trust Tua to stay healthy. Tyreek is just a beast, though. He, yeah, he's amazing. Um, by the way, I said in our listener, I said in our listener league, there was no way I was going to have a spend thirty eight dollars on CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, and we never got the opportunity because you blew it all on Travis Kelsey <laughs> and Patrick. We're done. <laughs> so, just throwing that out there. Um, oh my goodness! Number three, Amon Ross St. Brown mm-hmm. finished with two hundred seventy one point four. He was preseason ranked at ninth. $26 average auction value projected 206. So getting closer, we're getting closer to them finishing where their projections, but still fairly off. Um, I had him 10th. That's probably, I, I wasn't buying the Lions hype, which obviously mm-hmm. was dumb. They made it all the way to the NFC championship. You had him ninth. You were a little higher on him. So, yeah, I was number four a is somebody neither, of, neither us of us had Puka Nakua. Puka. As Nick would say. (laughs) (laughs) Finished the season with 246 fantasy points. Preseason ranking. I mean, he was below top 30. Yeah. He he is somebody that we called out early in the season. Like right away on the waivers. Go pick him up. Week two. Week two. Yeah. Week week two waiver wires. So Mm -hmm. after week one, we said, we don't think this is a fluke. Go get this guy. I specifically remember in the family league, my dad went and got him and um, it paid off. I mean, he got him and Devon a Chan and that kind of kept him from mm-hmm. being at the bottom of the barrel there. And he started bouncing mm-hmm. back. He had the highest score in the league at one point. So was he in the playoffs? He was not in the okay. playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Uh, but neither of us ranked Puka. We, we didn't no, think he would be in the top 10. We did not. Coming in at number five was Mike Evans with 243 fantasy points. Preseason ranking had him at 29. Only yeah. projected to bring in 171.1 points. 
He was valued at $10. I I have to tell you, like, I didn't see him being a top 10 wide receiver this year. No, I had listed him on the, like, value plays Mm because at $10, I thought it was a steal, but I did not think he would land in the top 10. I just thought, what if Baker comes in and has that don't give a damn attitude and slings the ball and Mike Evans is the beast that he is? Uh, And so it was a good value play, but I did not expect he'd be a top five wide receiver Mm -hmm. by any means. And I also can't believe we faded number six, DJ Moore. I know. <laughs> finished with 238 and a half points. He was preseased ranked at 24th. And apparently we bought into that because neither one of us put him in our top 10 for shame. And still, though, at end of season, it's still somebody like, what, really? He was a, you know, top 10 know. wide receiver? Because he had some huge games, though. He did, which obviously those huge games are going to yeah. boost him up there. But I feel like. I think it was it two or three touchdowns against the commanders mm-hmm. i don't remember but i think it might have been three but yeah um i think you're right yeah out- i'll have to double check outperformed you. by 60 points from his projection so projections schmections you can never <laughs> no <laughs> you can never get it no nope. um coming in at number seven was aj brown with 236.6 fantasy points this season preseason ranking had him finishing at number five I copied that. I'm starting to feel like, did I really, was I really that in line? I don't remember being that that in line. On that one you were. And I said the disrespect that you put him that far down there. Cause I had him at three You did, and you were closer. So, so kudos to you. (laughs) You weren't disrespecting him. You were just calling it like it was. And this is the first one. It's interesting. He finishes seventh, but he underperforms his, uh, his projected Mm -hmm. by four. So that's interesting. Next one, I I always draft this guy. Me too. And I didn't. This I year. have him. Oh, I have him. I well, he's and, in my keeper. Yeah, well, I've yeah. been contracted. But in in the snake ones and stuff, multiple. I didn't draft him this year, and I don't. I don't have any excuse for it. Keenan Allen projected or uh, finished with two hundred twenty four points. He was only projected to be the nineteenth. We faded him too. He was not in our top ten. Mm-hmm. Only fifteen dollars. Um, and this was the year that I was like, nah. He's not going to be the same this year. He's getting older. He's slowing down and uh, false. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) All right. Next, we have Nico Collins. Brought in 220.4 fantasy points this season. Preseason, he was ranked well below 20 or well below 30. Yeah. 30. Um, Neither of us had him in our top 10. He had a hell of a season. Yeah. And... I mean, I was, I was hopeful for Stroud. I thought Stroud Mm -hmm. could do well. I just didn't, I had no idea that he was going to do as well as he did Mm. or that Nico was Mm going to do as well as he did. Nico had a hell of a year. Um, It's interesting to think of how Nico would have done if Tank didn't get hurt because I think Tank getting hurt allowed the defense to only focus on Nico. I think he might've actually been better if Tank didn't get hurt. Really? I think so. Mm All right. Uh, coming in at number 10, Stefan Diggs. Um, brought it just, just this point one. one point less than Nico Collins. Yeah. So he, barely. Yeah. So Nico 20, 220.4, Stefan Diggs 220.3. His preseason ranking was seven, valued at $39, projected to bring in 233.5 points. So he, Brought in a little less than that. I copied this time. You did. You ranked him at number seven. I had him higher. I had him at six. Yeah. Um. I don't know. He, it surprised me that he finished 10th. 
my my biggest reason for for keeping him down at seven and not bumping mm-hmm. him higher was there was already preseason drama of him bitching about not getting targets from the last year. And he's kind of that type of guy. He's a, a drama queen. Yeah. You know, um, he missed a huge catch in the playoffs against the Chiefs that would have set them within the 20 yard line and probably scored a touchdown. And if you're a top paid receiver, a top wide receiver that runs your mouth as much as he does, you can't miss that because it just went right through his hands. Mm -hmm. It touched his hands and went right through them. You can't do that. Like, no, get out of here. (laughs) The next one, number 11, because we are doing top 12, even though preseason, we only ranked top. We did. We're not going to do that again. No, we will bring you a top 12 because yeah, almost every league we're in now is a 12 man league. And yeah, previously we were in so many 10 man leagues. Um, 12 main is just a whole different world. It is. But Devonta Adams finished with 213.9. He was preseason ranked at sixth. You faded him a little bit saying, eh, I think he'll only be seventh. He was not in my top 10. That was one of the big things that you thought I was crazy about. Um, but I just, I didn't trust Jimmy G who was barely his quarterback. They went through a quarterback carousel there, mm-hmm. but I didn't trust him to have him be a top 10. And he was just outside of the top 10 to, to be fair. But for $42, uh, he just, he wasn't worth it. Yeah, he did finish almost 30 points below his projection. Yeah. So, yeah. number 12, Debo Samuel brought in 213.7 fantasy points. Again, just 0.2 points below Devonta Adams. These are so close. Once yeah. you get past really, um, I don't know, AJ Brown is kind of the cutoff. Yeah. No. I mean, there's a big cutoff after Amon Ra. There's a big cutoff after Tyreek. I guess. Yeah, they just start dropping Mm -hmm. for sure. Nick is excited about Debo, the 49ers fan. Debo! But neither one of us had us in our our top 10. Who knows where he would have been if we did 12, but I don't know if I would have had him in my top. I would have had him at 12. At 12? Oh, of course you would. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Hindsight. Yeah, exactly. Uh now, I'm sure there are some big names. You're like, wait a minute. They mm-hmm. didn't say those. Justin Jefferson. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Jamar Chase. Yeah. And then um. <laughs> Garrett Wilson was ranked eighth on mine. He, he was, was not on my list. He was projected 10th preseason. Mm-hmm. I thought Aaron Rodgers would make him relevant-ish because he did okay with Zach Wilson throwing to him. But Aaron Rodgers barely played. so He had to play more than 90 seconds. To... <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously the top on both of our lists, mm-hmm. but he had injuries. Kirk Cousins injury that all affected that Jamar Chase injury. Joe Burrow injury affected that cup injured mm-hmm. uh, for good you, chunks of the season. I have to bring up somebody you were big on. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. <laughs> I was big on Calvin. Man, those preseason <laughs> route running. You were like so excited. You were hyped. Yeah. It was pretty close to your preseason last year, 2022 preseason Kyle Pitts passion that you had. Yeah. We're going to talk about close. that, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I know. I, and I thought he would be a top 10, not, not the case. No, the only one that did not finish top 10 on your list that we didn't discuss Devonta Smith, Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was preseason ranked 13th. You put him in your top 10. Um, Eagles had a weird year too. So I think the surprises uh, we could probably agree Puka and Nico, but I don't know. I surprises, yes, but we called them out so early in waivers. Yeah, true. for me, the biggest surprise, Mike Evans, is just somebody I just didn't see making it up into that top ten. Yeah, no, it, and we called Puka early, but 
I still didn't think he'd be a mm-hmm. top five wide receiver. No way. Yes. So who do you, I mean, if you look at this list and we think who's in, who's out for 2024, my biggest question, the guy we just talked about, Puka, Puka does he stay top five? Yeah. I, in a lot of that surrounds, we have no idea what Matt Stafford's going to do. Mm-hmm. If Matt Stafford retires, I don't trust Puka to be a top five and that's nothing against Puka. I just, Matt Stafford is a hell of a quarterback. So there's that to think of. I don't know. What do you think? I'm not sure what to think. And Cooper Cup, if he's healthy uh, 100% of the games, does Puka finish top five? How old is Cooper Cup now? 822? That sounds off. Um, Do you think? You think? I think he's 33. He's past his prime if he's that old. (laughs) So maybe Puka continues. (laughs) Note to self. Right over here, past my prime. Good to know. You're past your prime for a wide receiver in the NFL. Your your hopes and dreams are over. <laughs> Dang it. Never even got a shot. Uh, Nick pointing out that you told us. Uh, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Doesn't matter his age. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. He might not be Cooper Cup next year, though. He might not. To yeah. me. Yeah. I don't I don't know if he will either. I don't know if Puka will be top five. Another one we already talked about. He's 30. 30. Which oh. is still past your prime for a wide receiver in the NFL. Do you think Nico or Tank is a better buy for next year? Or does it not matter and you're buying both? Both right now. Both? They're both young. Mm -hmm. Tank is a little younger, obviously. But they're both young players. I think Nico's 24. Tank is 22. So it's Nico. Then For that reason alone, I'm going Nico because 26 is that sweet spot for wide receivers. And he's (laughs) going to, you know, he'll be. Yeah. Also, just so you know, you've bummed out the chat. A little bit. <laughs> I've bummed out the chat. Now Haley's saying, oh man, she's past her prime. <laughs> only as a wide receiver in the NFL. Though. Only only as that. So but maybe wanna... for women, it'd be different. Maybe women have a better prime life yeah, in the NFL. 27. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got to think about team changes. Keenan Callen. Mm-hmm. Keenan Callen. Keenan Callen. Interesting. Keenan <laughs> Allen may change teams. He may be done with uh, the charges. Jim Harbaugh is their coach now. Mike Evans, he's a free agent. He's mm-hmm. coming to the Bears. DJ Moore and Mike Evans, yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, is Justin Fields going to be his quarterback? Will it be Caleb Williams? I will be pissed if Justin Fields is not our quarterback. I did. I don't a, even want to talk about this. I've been you. <laughs> so you know how I I love to do uh, do uh, mock mock drafts. Mm-hmm. I did do a mock draft where we did not take Caleb Williams. We traded out of that first, and in the third. We picked Marvin Harrison, but when that ninth came around, LSU's quarterback, Jaden Daniels was there and I took him. So in that, the bears might not know if they're going to pass on Justin Fields <laughs> until draft night. We might have to wait until draft night for them to see how it plays out. We're giving up way too early. Yeah. I don't too know. Too early. He has so much potential. We need to use him correctly. I have just so many. And then Devonta Adams, he's going to have a new quarterback. I, I don't think Jimmy G, no. the Raiders are going to draft a quarterback. Jimmy G just needs to go back to modeling. <laughs> <laughs> we pointed out week two, we said grab Puka ASAP. Uh, he was only 10% rostered. We also gave Rashid Shahid out. He did not have as good of a season as Puka. Nope. But he had some good he weeks. Didn't. He did have some good weeks, but he was week, not reliable. Yeah. Week three, <clears throat> we said go grab Tank Dell. 21% rostered only. We said go grab him. That was Can you imagine one. in all of our keeper leagues, people... Whoever got Tank Dell is getting him for three bucks if mm-hmm. you keep him. And, and if you Puka don't, for three. same thing. Imagine Hell if you of, listen like, to us and got both. Yes. 
crazy. I think I did in the league. Uh, I want to catch up with the chat before we flip to mm-hmm. tight ends. Um, my my father pointing out he might be Pooper Kip next year. Not he Cooper might Cup. be. It's very likely. Haley Probability. says women with the muscle. And Nick says he's past his prime, but his wife is not past her prime <laughs> since he's robbing the cradle. Um, <laughs> shall we talk about tight ends? Let's let's do it. Let's All right. Move on. This was your specialty. <clears throat> I'm just going to say it now. So uh, he was projected in the top 10. Kyle Pitts. Okay. Okay. He was projected seventh at $21, which <laughs> I threw a fit about. I threw a fit about this. He was not in your top 10, but you said he might be a quarterback to go after if you don't have to pay $21. Maybe you were sick that day. That doesn't sound <laughs> I like I did you. not say a quarterback. Or tight end. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you were really sick. No, you said, and I made I made a big fit about it, and like $21 and blah, blah, blah. And you said, after I threw my fit, you said, I guess, are, am I picking up that you're over your pit's patient? And I said, yes. Kyle Pitts and I are never, ever, ever getting back together. And you said, okay, thanks, T-Swift. And now T-Swift is in the NFL. She's on a rookie year for the Chiefs and, pro- <laughs> and potentially going to win a ring. Um, the, the Kelsey brothers are joking that it's not fair. She's going to get a ring on her rookie deal. Um, <laughs> and and it might all started with us. I mean, nobody was talking right. about Right, we have that in much influence on what happens. I know, Which that's is why you I'm should saying. listen to us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but my Pitts passion was gone, and you, for whatever reason, I don't know why, you said he might be a good option. <laughs> I, I said that because yeah. he was not in my top 10. I got to pull the clip. No, he wasn't, but he was on your maybe if you're going to 12 type of deal. Me. I got to pull the clip because I laughed hysterically at you at first. And then I said, for 21 fucking dollars? No, not for $21. <laughs> but anyways, let's mm-hmm. go through these tight ends. I'm so excited about number one. I'm, I know so you are. So excited. Because you rambled and rambled about him at the... Uh, rambled. Well, maybe rambled isn't... Rambled isn't the right word. You, I was enthusiastic. You were enthusiastic. I was you pumped him guaranteeing up. people that he is a tight end one. A future tight end one. I just didn't know how quickly the future was going to get here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you didn't specify how long in the future. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I might have. I might have told people. I don't know if it's going to be this year, but he's definitely a future <laughs> tight end <laughs> one. And he is tight end number one, Sam Laporta. Yeah. This like it brings me so much hope because I just I knew it. He wasn't projected in the top. 20. No, he was not. Not even projected in the top 20 for tight ends he i don't know people who maybe knew us because of my hype on him might have given me sorry i fidget He's with things with this cup and i keep <laughs> hearing this and i couldn't figure out what it was <laughs> maybe you and should have, have taken it on your desk now i've taken it like she's a child that just got some taken away <laughs> now i'm playing with your phone charger you're gonna would rip you, that out of my hand i have to hold on to something hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> All right. Hold on to your Sam, whiskey. <laughs> Sam Laporta brought in 196.3 points for fantasy. The second ranked tight end brought in 23 points less than him. And was not named Travis Kelsey. And was not shot. We're just um, Travis Kelsey, I believe, is who I had as my number one. He had some 
He still finished we both top did. three. Yeah, we both had I, him as number Travis one. Travis Kelsey is still a super talented tight end. But Sam Laporta for cheap or Travis Kelsey for 56 or in the listener league. It does. Okay. Travis Kelsey. Okay. He Travis Kelsey is basically tight end two because there's not even a point difference between him and the second ranked tight end. It's basically a tie. Yeah. So, but you, you spend $56 or 18 on Evan Ingram, the second tight end. That's a big difference in auction leagues. It's also like real quick so, to Laporta. My dad would like to know who had him in the family league. He did. I know. Mom says, yeah, Laporta. Nick says, Sam Laporta from tight end. You Iowa Hawkeyes. I know. Haley <laughs> says, yeah, Laporta fire. Um, just wanted to spread all the love for Laporta. Iowa makes Iowa tight listeners. ends. Top yeah. 10 tight ends. I don't know about this year. I don't know if um, I can't even think of that guy's name off the top of my head. I have it written down right here. I've been doing a little uh, diving deep into the rookie class for everybody. Fant, Noah Fant wasn't a top 10. Oh, actually, so. I didn't put him in the top 10, so I don't have his name right there because I don't think he'll be a, yeah. a top 10. Worthy. We don't make them every year, top tight ends, NFL <laughs> tight ends. Right. Maybe you know? every other. Check yeah. back next year. <laughs> anyway, Sam Laporta, awesome season, number one. Do you think he can keep it up? Yeah, he's the real deal. I think so too. I agree with that. And in the, especially in that offense, I think he works well on it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to extend Jared Goff after the year he had. Yeah, and I mean, Jared Goff is going to do we well. We almost had a Lions Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, I thought back in the, the first game of the season mm-hmm. was the Chiefs Lions on Thursday night. That was the opening game and the Lions beat them by, I think, two. Um, and everybody was shocked and it was like, well, the Super Bowl hangover. It would have kind of been interesting. I don't. I didn't want to see the Lions in there. I don't like the Lions. I'm a Bears fan, but it would have been kind of interesting to mm-hmm. see a rematch of the opening day of the NFL. Anyways, we already said Evan Ingram number two finished with one seventy three point three. Yeah. Travis Kelsey coming in at one seventy two point nine. We both had him ranked number one. Who <clears throat> who was closer on the ranking on Evan Ingram? <clears throat> I was. That's you were. The Six, I also want to say, like his no, there wasn't a single tight end that crossed two hundred points for a projection. Travis yeah. Kelsey was projected two hundred nine points. Yeah, preseason, crazy. no tight end crossed well, that last line. Last year, he was over hundred points. Number two. Mm-hmm. So I, he was. I mean, I get it. So and so number four is also very, very, very close to Travis Kelsey and Evan Ingram, T.J. Hawkinson. I think. I would have been right. Hawkinson missed the last half of the season because of it. Well, not the last half. He missed like the last four games and still finished fourth. Mm-hmm. I had him ranked as second. I he think he would have been up the there. Yeah. I don't know if he would have crossed Sam Laporta. It's only but 20 I... points though. And he missed three or four games. I know. What was his average? Do you have his average points know. per game? I don't off the top of we'll my figure, head. Well, yeah. we'll be totaling that up. But before um, we keep going, I got to <clears> ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, rumors of him retiring this year, him being done. If he does not, is he still a top three? Yes. See, I say no. He's still okay. I think he slowed <laughs> enough this week, this year. He did slow. That he's going to slow there again. There were so many distractions. Patrick Mahomes was not always on his game this year either, even though they're going to the Super Bowl. Travis Mahomes did not finish as Travis Mahomes. Travis Mahomes, yeah. <laughs> Travis Mahomes, they Patrick bonded as one. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes did not um, finish. He finished. What did he eighth. eighth? Yes, among quarterbacks, which was shocking for me. That's how. I'm not saying that that's bad, but that's how bad he did this year. Right. 
if he was more, one, you know, eight, so it was bad. But if he was more successful this year, Travis Kelsey also well, would have had a more maybe successful he year. needed Travis Kelsey to not drop so many balls and be more successful because oh. that happened. So, but anyway, <laughs> I think. Go ahead. You he's think still what? super talented. If he's still here in the NFL, he is the wide receiver on the Chiefs. Yeah. He's outside my top three. Maybe he's fifth for me next year if he plays. We'll see. Number one, Sam Laporta from Iowa. Number four, four, <laughs> four, DJ Hawkinson from Iowa. Number, Number five, five George, George Kittle, Kittle from, from Iowa. Iowa. Finish also very, very close. So Evan Ingram, 173.3. Travis Kelsey, 172.9. TJ Hawkinson, 171.5. And George Kittle, 170.7. Yeah. Then there's a drop-off. There's a little bit of a drop-off. Good. Those top five are your top five that you should have targeted this year. Yeah. I projected Kittle at number four, so he just finished one point, one position lower. Um, Same thing, TJ Hawkinson. I had him at three. He finished at four. <clears throat> the Evan Ingram sneaking up in there is what kind of threw things off a little bit. Um, we, yeah, I had Kittle at seven and you said I was on crack. I'm just throwing that out there. Well, you were. Yeah. Because the seventh ranked I, tight end is Cole Komet for the, so, for 144.6 points. That is a difference of about 30 points. Yeah. And a difference of $16 in auction, but, I don't get the Cole Komet hate. He, he, you know, he was projected 11th at the beginning of this season. We didn't see him get drafted in a ton of leagues. He finished seventh the year before as well. Like, I love it that people auto fade the Bears players because then I can get them for cheap mm -hmm. in auction leagues. But at the same time, maybe people need to ask themselves, should we stop fading Bears players? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, six, we already said seven, but six was Najoku. He was not on my list. He he was eighth on mine. I was out on the Browns. Mm -hmm. uh, eighth was Jake Ferguson. He was not on either list. I I will tell you, though, I did have Cole Komet on my list, too. Yeah, I had him higher. I didn't Thank have you. Jake Ferguson on my list either, but he did have a pretty good season. He was projected lower than 20th preseason yeah. going in, and he finished with 141.6. Number nine, Trey McBride finished with one from eight to nine is a almost... Well, 20. No, I can't do math. 15 point drop off, I guess. But Trey McBride, 127, also projected lower than 20th. Taysom Hill. Um, he was not in my top tight end, but he is a very versatile tight end. He can play any, he, they play him at every position. So when he's having a good game, when he is quarterbacking for the Saints, he's doing great. When he's, you know, when when they have a game where he quarterbacks, he's a tight end. He's in a wide receiver position. When he runs, you I, have good games. Yes. If you see me smirking over here, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to be a little snarky. I don't get snarky often. With you, I do. But I don't yeah, get with me. Let's be honest here. <laughs> I don't get snarky often, but I've already seen some videos about people saying that Taysom Hill is going to be overdrafted next year and there's already going to be too much hype on him. Two years ago, Taysom Hill finished as the fourth or fifth tight fourth. end. He was projected 21st this year. So nobody was overhyping him or overprojecting him or anything. So what are you talking about? I don't understand that at all. It pissed me off when I saw it because we're always on the, hey, he's a sleeper. He's got good he's value. Always a sleeper. Like, it's just, it's, 
it's hard to know when he's gonna have a game where they're using him all over the place yeah i i mean i i'm not gonna name who it was saying it but it's just like what 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 are you paying attention are you looking at what happened last year where he finished in the top 10 and still nobody gave him any credit not just the top 10 top five yeah and still in the top no 10, credit no credit i don't see him that's why you gotta listen to old-fashioned football exactly just and saying <laughs> now i think i know who you're Moving on. Moving on. Dalton Schultz, number 11, brought in 113.8 fantasy points. Preseason, he was ranked 12th, so he finished better than that. Um, I had him as a sleeper value pick. Yeah. You didn't rank him at all. I didn't. Um, but yeah, if from what I listened to, I actually have it here. You said that he was a really reliable target for uh, Dak Prescott mm -hmm. for the Cowboys and that CJ Stroud being a rookie is going to need somebody he can trust to just dump it off to that being the tight end Dalton Schultz. And that paid off. I mean, he was a reliable target. He didn't finish top 10, but he did finish top 12. So if you're in a 12 person league, he was valuable and only mm -hmm. $8. So yeah, you also mentioned this other one, the next one, Dalton Kincaid, the rookie for the bills. I was on Knox. You were on Kincaid. We didn't rank them, but you said grab Kincaid if you can, especially if it's for a dollar, which is what his AAV was. Um, he finished 12th. His preseason rank was 18th. He outperformed it by 30 points almost, I guess 26. But uh, yeah, he had a really good year. And if you got him in your keeper leagues like that we run a lot of and we talk about for a dollar, it was a hell of a grab. Mm -hmm. It was a hell of a grab. Let's talk about those not in the top, top tight end. We'll uh, just talk a little bit more Mark tight Andrews. ends. And then do but he was injured. He was. Yeah. Darren Waller, injured. injured. Dallas Goddard, injured. injured. So, I mean, it's because of injuries, and we can't predict injuries. Yeah. Kyle Pitts. Ha! Well, who's putting him at seven? <laughs> um, Pat Fryermuth. Injured. When he came back, he looked really good. He did. He would he have finished yeah. in the top ten, I think. Mm -hmm. Even though the, the Steelers offense sucked, Fryermuth. Fire Fryermuth would have been in the top 10, in my opinion. Um, Laporta surprised me that he got number one, not you. You you didn't think he was going to finish one I didn't this know. year. You picked but Travis I, Kelsey I to finish one this him year. In every single league hoping for that. Yeah, no, because I, get I that. knew, like, I really did think he is going to be a tight end one. I am pleasantly, very pleasantly surprised, but also not surprised that he's a tight end one because he should be. Yeah. This year, you know, like it just happened a year sooner. Yeah. Um, the big who's in and who's out. I mean, it all to me, it starts with does Travis Kelsey. We're retire? not even going to talk about it. There have been hints that he will <laughs> um, maybe do some broadcasting with his brother or something, but that's mm -hmm. going to be interesting for team changes. Hawkinson could have a new quarterback. Kirk Cousins may not be the Minnesota Vikings quarterback. Mm -hmm. I. I don't know how I feel about that changing his value. I mean, he did well with the Lions first and then with the Vikings, but those are two similar quarterbacks. So I don't know. Najoku with Watson throwing to him, he did better once Joe Flacco was thrown to him. So mm -hmm. there's that. Schultz, the guy that you had as a, a value pick, he is a free agent. Do you think the Texans bring him back? I'm not sure. Or do they invest more in youth? You know, because he is an I older kind, guy. I, I kind of think they need to invest. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only, the only way I see him bringing him back is if it's just a one-year deal, mm -hmm. if he's like, Hey, I want to come back and it's a good deal for them. And then Kincaid, he's probably going to have an even bigger role. He started slow as a rookie yet still finished well. So I think it's just his arrow is pointing up 
right? Sure. In my opinion. It is. <laughs> Who'd we give out? Who? What were our good calls? Mm, Sam Laporta, because even though like I talked about him, I, I did say, I don't know if it's this season, but I was telling everybody you need to get him now, especially yeah. if you're in those keeper or contract leagues dynasty. Like, I, I don't know. Are there dynasty auction leagues? You know, we had a conversation about that with Cody Zeeb. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, if there was, he'd do it. Um, and I did look and you can do a rookie draft auction wise so you could have the dynasty where you started as an auction okay and then rookie drafts are always auction um it's pretty intriguing to think about because if you think about a dynasty you draft a lot of players yeah i know like how do you budget that out yeah your money's got to really spread that would be time consuming yeah it'd be intense Mm -hmm. um though maybe not because people would run out of money pretty quickly i feel like i feel like they would they'd blow it all yeah and you'd get your top players and then then you get some deals, but yeah, it'd be interesting. That'd be weird. We might have to look into that. Yeah. Uh, Trey McBride, <clears throat> we gave him out in week one. He was 9% rostered, and mm-hmm. we said he's going to have uh, some value. Week nine, 28% of people were the only ones, so only 19% listened to us and because he was only rostered in 28% mm-hmm. of that time. So we gave him out again. We also gave, we did, speaking of Taysom Hill a little bit ago, we did give out Taysom Hill in week eight where he yeah. was only 5.6% rostered and then he finished his top 10. Yep. Um, yeah, at week eight, your top tight end should mm-hmm. not be on the waivers, but he was in almost 95% it, of leagues. He was inconsistent though. It was hard was. to know when he yeah. had those big games. It was yep. really hard to predict that. Um, as soon as Knox got hurt, we said, go grab Kincaid. Mm-hmm. He's only uh, rostered in 31.3% of leagues. Go grab him. And then week 10, Kate Otten started Kate coming Otten, on. He did. Yeah. I'm interested to see how he does next year. Yeah. Um, I assume they'll bring Baker back. Baker is a free agent, but I think they'll bring him back. I mean, with the success they had this year, making the playoffs, winning a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I think they have to. I mean, he, he, he deserves that in my opinion. Yeah. Don't you think? Yes. All right. Now, what are you playing with over there? Would you just hold on to your whiskey? (laughs) Should we do a merch drawing? I am ready for this. Let me see if I can figure out how to put the wheel on my screen. All right. Are you doing it? I I think so. Yep. It's up there. I just flipped back. Give me a number one through ten. Four. Four. We're going to shuffle one, two, three, four. Again, this is for the uh, the spin will be for a $50 merch store gift card, a $50 a spirits gift card or not all of those, a $50 bottle of whiskey. We are spinning good luck everybody. I don't know if that One lucky winner. Oh man. Oh, that was so close. It was. <laughs> Jamie is the winner. The wiener. We will be contacting Jamie. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you for everybody who purchased our merch yes. this month and sent us those screenshots so we could get you into this drawing. It was a lot of fun. It was yes. fun getting those screenshots sent to us. And y'all got some swag stuff some we sweet all get. swag. Um, got in our new sweatshirts. People were getting some of those new sweatshirts. Yeah. Uh, Hoodies, uh, I should say. I realized when I went, oh, I probably sounded like uh, Tony Romo calling plays. He makes a lot of weird noises like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotten a lot of grief about that. Um, it's better than listening to, wow, I can't even think of Joe his name. Joe Buck. No. Um, Chris no. Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth. Troy Aikman. I don't like it, either of them. I, I am sad to hear that Greg Olson 
getting the boot pretty much for Tom Brady because everybody loves Tom Brady. Well, I think I think Greg Olson is a really good play. I will say one prediction that wasn't a serious prediction that we missed was Tom Brady did not unretire for the 2023 <laughs> season because remember preseason they're like oh you know he's retiring but he's not going to start announcing till 2024 and yes. then it was like well is he coming back and remember all like the media um when they had his like when he returned to New England yeah to for his, his like day. honorary yeah, yeah his day thank you tom brady day yeah and people are like oh he's gonna announce he's unretiring right. and he's gonna unretire play for them one more time and then retire as a yeah. <laughs> honestly well i mean while we're talking about retirement and mm-hmm. um <laughs> my mom's saying greg olson is awesome hope someone adds him to their team because brady is a goon um yeah olsen getting the raw end of the deal just because it's patrick mahomes maybe olsen shouldn't have put patrick mahomes down i think that's what it all comes down to those types of guys run the league well and Um, in the okay so everybody's like oh taylor swift this that it's the nfl doing it they are everybody we did it we did that that's on us that's on you and me no i'm saying (laughs) the nfl is profiting so much off of that that's why it's happening they're doing it yeah nfl is doing it (laughs) Um, you can find in some, some books that whether Travis Kelsey will or will not propose to Taylor Swift has to be on the field. Oh my Um, God. (laughs) I'm serious. Like they're, they're just, yeah, it's the Taylor Swift's not doing it. Kelsey's not doing it. It's the NFL is speaking of retirement though, Travis Kelsey. I think he follows Gronk's path. I think he retires for a year and then comes back. I think his body needs time to heal. He got slower. We saw him kind of slow down this season. Obviously, for the playoffs, he's doing really well. But I think he's having harder times recovering. And I think he's going to do what Gronk did. He's going to retire for a year. And then he's going to come back for one last ride. And then go do his media stuff. That's your prediction? That is my prediction. Yeah. You hear, heard it here. Heard it here. Yeah. Clip that so that we, we can come back to it when I'm right. <laughs> Or clip it, and you can come back to it when I'm wrong. Um, if you're not doing anything for the next hour, because the night is young, go check out the Iowa Legendary Rye uh, interview we did with Heath Schneider. Amazing story. Amazing history. Not only just for Iowans. Um, it's it's special to Iowans like us, but I think it's special just in general. Um, I tweeted today, so I'll, I'll give this away, because I tweeted it today so people saw it. But Imagine being an 18-year-old girl in the 1930s where women just got rights to vote. So didn't have, I mean, it's not like they had a lot of um, rights or power at that point Mm -hmm. or anything. And you have a family on the way or have a family already and the prohibition hits and you got to do something to feed your family. And that's how this all started. That's how it all started. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's really cool. Prohibition doesn't hit. It's also the Great Depression. The Great Depression hit. I mean, what farmers couldn't make money in the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, amazing story. Amazing history. Whether you're Iowan or not, uh, if you like whiskey, if you just like history in general or everything, it's really, really fascinating. And we had a hell of a time talking with Heath. It was we a did. lot of fun. So, you have anything else you want to add? No. We are next week. We have Rose City Distilling, I yes. believe. Um, just down the if on the off chance we don't, we will have Breckenridge because we're recording with Breckenridge Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have a distillery. Next week episode. is a 
big week for us for distilleries. It is. We're going to have a, a distiller interview for you either way. And then we're going to talk some rookie, uh, some rookies from this year. So 2023 rookies, guys like Sam Laporta, guys like Tank Dell, and what their stock is looking like in 2024. Mm-hmm. Because that's, to me, that's interesting. Do you sell high on some of these guys when you can, you know, in dynasty leagues or keeper leagues? Are you selling high? Are you buying some other guys? I don't know. I think that's going to be a lot of fun to look at and kind of get your opinion, get my opinion. Um, and we want you to come to the chat and give us your opinion as well. And then the 14th, we got Balcones Distilling. Mm-hmm. The 21st, if Breckenridge hasn't been released, we'll have Breckenridge Distilling. And then the 7th, we have Redwood Empire. In the weeks in between those, we're going to be reviewing Castle and Key Restoration Rye that they were so kind to send to us. So we yes, got a lot going on for whiskey. we got a lot going on for fantasy football. We're going to be talking about rookie prospects. So... Those of you that don't watch college football, but you're going to be playing some fantasy football, whether it's your first year, your 20th year, but you don't know these new guys, we got you covered. We're going to talk about all those prospects at each position. We're going to bring in some experts, uh, a la AKA Goby Dant, the Dantabase. <laughs> uh, we're going to have some other people come on too. We got mm-hmm. guests lined up the in the fantasy world too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you subscribe, set your alerts, stick around, have some fun. Come for the whiskey, or I guess come for the football, stay for the whiskey. <laughs> come um, for both. Stay for both. <laughs> stay. <laughs> I, I like that addition to it. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, my C- old fashion's gone. Congratulations, Jamie. Going once, going twice. So old fashioned football.